The following program is furnished by Startup Nation Media Group. Welcome to this edition of Startup Nation Radio. We've got today a show focus on talk to the experts and getting their opinions on various things. And boy, the hot topic is always, well, I've got this great idea for a company. I've got this great company. I've got a good team. I've got a good direction. I've got a good vision. I've got a great product or offering, whatever it may be. How the heck do I generate interest in what I'm doing? And you do that, of course, with marketing, advertising, promotions, and all those kinds of things. But creating awareness and driving people down the funnel ultimately to a sale can be expensive. It can be tricky. It can be a program that, you know, is full of trial and error. And you have to try different things to see really what works and then optimize it. And of course, it requires budget. You know, a critical resource for startups, obviously, is the cash required to support the program and create that awareness. And boy, you better use those dollars wisely. So knowing what you're going to do, knowing what best fits your business, knowing what each of the options are and how to execute them is really critical. And we're going to kick it off today on our Ask the Expert show with Shea Berman. He's our online marketing expert. His company is Digital Resource. And Shea, welcome back to Startup Nation Radio. Good to have you on again. Thanks for having me on, Jeff. Always happy to be here. Yeah, so you're our, you're our guy in the hot seat. You're our expert. You're the founder and president of Digital Resource. Your company uh, helps clients uh, all over the country on executing the kinds of things we'll talk about today. You and I have had a chance in the past to talk about SEO, search engine optimization. We talked about social media posting, kind of like organic search. And then there's always advertising online as well, too, Shay. And we want to cover that today. First, kind of give us the overview of the playing field. When we talk advertising, really, what are we talking about? So we have a plethora of different things we can look at, but I think the biggest are programmatic advertising, and then we have Google ads. Okay. So those are the main buckets. This is such a fast moving space. When we say advertising, people used to think an ad in a, in a newspaper or a print ad in a magazine, or maybe a billboard. When we talk advertising today, we're talking kind of the equivalent, but in digital form online. So it appears somewhere, an advertisement with a you know message branding call to action, right? That's what we're talking about here. Yeah, we're talking about the paid form of media that's used digitally. So when we have to pay those dollars for different platforms to serve our ads up to different audiences. Okay. And what we're talking about today, when we talk programmatic and Google ads, we're talking about kind of where those ads appear and where the targeted audience intersects with those ads, right? You got it. Okay. Which one do you want to start with? Let's start to break this down. Uh, let's start with Google. I think that makes the yep. most sense. That's perfect. That's exactly what I would have picked. So let's do that. Google, tell us what a Google ad is and then tell us kind of how you execute that campaign. So in your day-to-day, -day, you probably go to Google when you're looking for things. And there's two sections on Google. You have the paid section, those top three, four results. And you have the organic section that you don't pay for, that you earn just below there, the map section, the section below it. We're talking about those top three, four results, the paid Google ads. The reason why people use them is because they don't want to wait to earn the results in the section below, and they want to pay to get there instantly. So when someone's searching for a business like theirs, or that does a service that they're looking for, that their business can show up to all these hundreds or sometimes even thousands or tens of thousands of people every month searching for business just like them in their area. All right. So I can picture that. I know exactly what you're talking about. And I know where the paid ads, in fact, it says ad, I think next to the link or the title description on a Google ad, right? If they're paid, it says ad. It says ad right next to it. Yep. yep. So you know, those are paid ads when you see that. Those are paid. And then I click on that and it takes me to some sort of expanded view of whatever the ad is, the message and all the rest, right? Yeah. In a perfect world, it's going to a dedicated landing page that's just talking about what you're looking for. So if someone does you know, multiple home services as a company, 
but you're looking for their plumbing service, it should really only be talking about plumbing after you click on that ad. All right. Now, if I'm a company taking out a Google ad, I think one of the real benefits of doing Google ads to my understanding is how highly targetable it is, you know, because your ad's going to be served up when someone hits a keyword or a search query into the Google search bar. And there's going to be a high degree of relevancy, right? I mean, that's really the value of what we're talking about here. You don't have a lot of chaff. You don't have a lot of stuff on the margins. You're not like a billboard you pay for, you get impressions, you know, you pay for a lot of impressions. You hope a few of them are meaningful. This is many of these impressions ought to be, at least on paper and concept, valuable, right? Exactly. Like when you do a billboard, you do like mailers, let's say, and you even try and hit this neighborhood that you think is affluent or has a certain demographic going after, you're all hoping. With Google, you're trying to put your ad up when someone's actually searching for what you have to offer in that exact moment. There's no more better targeting than that, essentially. Exactly. I mean, that is the power of the internet right there. Google changed everything. You know, instead of putting something out there and hoping someone sees it in the form of an advertisement or call to action, whatever it may be, you're literally responding to a potential customer's query asking for it. And that really changed everything in business. That's the power of the internet right there. Exactly. All right. I got that right. Good. I love hearing those exactly's, <laughs> by the way. When those, I know I'm in, I'm in good shape when I hear you say that. All right. So, Shay, Google Ads, let's talk about where they fall in terms of budget. I mean, how much, if I'm a small business, and we'll get to some examples later, we'll do our round and round about, you know, uh, pick some different types of businesses. You'll tell us which each applies most suitably for. But what kind of cost are we, t- at a minimum, what do I have to be prepared for if I'm going to do Google advertising? You know, with Google, without getting into the real technicals of it, you, you pay per click. And ultimately, you got to get enough clicks to get enough calls, to get enough appointments, to get enough sales. That's the name of the game. Sure. And so typically, we recommend our clients have a budget around $1,000 a month. It can be a little bit higher. It can be a little bit lower. It's going to depend on how competitive your industry is and how much money is at stake. If you're a personal injury attorney doing Google ads, you're going to pay a whole lot of money for a click because you can make millions of dollars. But if you're someone who's doing landscaping, let's say, for smaller homes, you know, the outcome that you could get from getting a client has less return on investment potential, and therefore your competitors and yourself will bid lower on those same keywords. So you know, we always say like $1,000 for most businesses there to probably go a little bit less in a, a lower ROI business or a less competitive field. Yeah, just quickly, and then we got to run to a break. If I'm looking for local landscaping services, more specifically, maybe even lawn mowing, let's just say, near me, what kind of keywords fit that bill? Oh, you could have lawn mowing. You could have grass mowing. You could have landscaping company by my house. Perfect. I mean, there's hundreds of variations of keywords that would make sense. And you want to make sure you want to show up in the area that you service and that the keywords that are popping up in Google that you're showing up for are relevant to the services you offer. If you're a landscaping company that doesn't offer lawn mowing, you want to make sure you remove that. Yeah, exactly. So, and the beauty is it can be localized so that if I'm in, you know, uh, in the Detroit region and I enter that into the, uh, uh, if I buy the the relevant keywords and someone searches for it, I'm going to come up, not someone in Santa Fe, New Mexico. Exactly. And obviously that's critical to local businesses. All right, look, now we're going to run to a break. When we come back, Let's pick up our conversation. Let's let's go over at a high level what programmatic is, and then let's do a you know a quick lightning round to match up the best type of advertising in your view, given the type of business I put in front of you. Okay, let's do it. All right, right on. Off to this break, but back with more. We've got Shay Berman, 
founder and president of Digital Resource, helping us understand how to market our businesses online, specifically with respect to online advertising today on Startup Nation. Back with more in a second. All right, welcome back to Startup Nation Radio. We've got our expert, Shay Berman, on with us now, founder and president of Digital Resource Company. Shay, we get notes from our people all the time listening to the show and reading your content online about how you get right to the punchline. You get, you know, you make it clear, you break it down. That's why you're our expert on Startup Nation Radio. We're thrilled to have you. Now, listen, we talked about Google ads. We're talking online advertising today. We talked about Google ads in the first segment. We're going to cover one other type of online advertising on today's show. And that's programmatic. Now, that's a little more esoteric, a little lesser known. Tell us what programmatic advertising is as opposed to Google ads. Yes, programmatic is a really great top of funnel and also great geocentric form of digital advertising. And for me, get a little bit more in detail what it is. You've probably seen ads all over the internet. When you're on Forbes, you're on Business Week, you're on some blog, you see these display ads on the side or on the bottom or on the top. These are done through the programmatic ad exchange. And long story short, you can advertise through these exchanges and target anyone you want in the world, wherever they go. So instead of saying, I want to have my ads show up on Forbes all the time because I think my best demographic's there, you can instead say, I want to target a 55-year-old male who makes over $200,000 a year and also A, B, C, D, E, F, G, yep. other things associated with them, yep. and hit them wherever they are on any website. You follow that person, not the platform. So in that sense, it's a little bit like taking advantage of the power of the internet. It's a little bit like uh, Google in the sense that you're able to really target your audience pretty effectively by the profiling you do of the kind of audience you want your ad to get out in front of. Yeah, the trade-off here is that these people might not be looking for your service right, right now. That's right. Hopefully a really great fit because of yep. their demographics. Yep. But the good side is that it's actually a lot less expensive than a Google ad. So you're going to hit a lot more people and while they might not be as targeted, you actually could come out on top. Right. And it's probably less expensive because you're not hitting, as you say, and here's the key differentiation in my view, and there's advantages to both, but you're, you're, you're not hitting someone who's asked for what it is that you sell or searched for it. It's more you're getting out in front of people that you've profiled that you believe would or should have an interest in whatever it is that you're offering. Yeah. And I, I say that this type of advertising is really great when someone doesn't know about a product or service. Mm -hmm. So a short 20 second story, a stretch zone, you may, not, may or may not have heard of them. You go there, you get a 30 minute stretch. It's a really great performance stretch for people of all ages. People didn't know you can go get stretched out for right. 30 minutes. Right. And so when we first brought them to market, we targeted people that were a little bit older demographic. We felt like might be in pain, could use a stretching. And we brought it to market, a service that people didn't even know existed and were not searching for on Google. And that form of advertising was successful there because people weren't searching for it. If they're not searching, Google ads wouldn't be a fit there. Right. Because I don't even know, I didn't even know I could ask for exactly. know, stretching, for example, a service to help me stretch. Yeah. So that's a great example. That's a really, really good example. And I, I absolutely get the distinction that you've uh, drawn between the two types of advertising. Let's do this. Let's talk about with respect to programmatic and or Google. I gave you an example in the first the segment that we did together on if I'm a lawn mowing service and I'm using Google ads, uh, you know, would that be a good fit? And what might some of the keywords be that we would use? And clearly that's a good use of Google ads, right? That's a really good use. Great use. Okay. You mentioned the stretchings company uh, that you can go to, whether you're an athlete or someone that is in recovery or whatever, rehabilitating, whatever it may be. That's a good example there. But 
let's say I'm going to try to come up with a couple other examples here. Uh, let's say that I'm a local ice cream shop and I'm serving up. Here's the distinction, though. I'm serving up a brand new product, something you've never tasted before. You didn't even know it existed, but it's hot. And my kids said they heard about it. They want it. So which if I want to create more customers or let my local community know that I have a new ice cream shop in town and I've got this amazing new hot product, which is the better use of uh, advertising for me? Programmatic all day for two reasons. Really? Number one, target people based on, you know, in this case, I'd probably target women who have children, who have younger families, who live in the area, who I can convince to take, you know, their family out. Or alternatively, I'd use programmatic to put a geofence around every single other ice cream shop within a 10-mile radius. And anyone who goes to those ice cream shops is now going to see my ad about my new product and know why they should come to me instead. All right. So we've had an example now of when and how to use Google ads. The lawn mowing service was the example we used. And interestingly, for programmatic, for an ice cream shop with a brand new product offering, um, you're recommending a programmatic ads. I am. That's an interesting distinction. Tell us where you really draw the line. Like, where do you go from picking Google as the prime choice to programmatic? Where does that line really get drawn? So Google is always great when someone knows what they want and the return on investment for the business owner is a little bit higher. So an example of the ice cream shop, they're not making a whole ton of money if someone was to click on their maybe $5 ad and then come and buy ice cream. There's not a big ROI for the business. But if the business can get in front of tens of thousands of people per month with you know, a small amount of money who we know are already interested in getting ice cream because almost everyone loves ice cream or because we know those people have been to ice cream shops in the last 30 days already, that's a lot better use of the money because we're going to get in front of those people cheaper in that case. Interesting. And then let's talk about this. Let's talk about you know one thing that's universal, regardless of whether it's a Google ad or a programmatic ad, in advertising. If I'm going to take an ad out online, what are some of the key elements of a really good online ad? Uh, number one, scroll stopping. Meaning when someone's scrolling by, they're going to stop and look at your ad. It's unique. It moves most likely, and it gets people to take notice. Uh, number two, the ad has a call to action. A human's natural state of motion is not to move at all, not to do anything. So we need to tell people to call or to come in or schedule an appointment. Telling people what to do actually makes your conversion rate much higher. Is there a difference between, you know, an ad where I'm simply, I've allocated a certain amount of my budget to branding versus a call to action? Like it's a sale that I have going on right now. It's time sensitive and so on. I mean, are those treated differently? There is. I mean, if it's a sale, something going on, hopefully, again, you're using some type of really targeted advertising where you get in front of the right people. And if it's branding, you can be a little bit more broad with your advertising mm -hmm. and be a little bit more image-esque and less call to action so that people get an understanding of who you are and you're building that like educational cycle uh, through your advertising with them. All right, right on. Shay, thank you so much. You've helped us again today understand the, the field of uh, online advertising, such a critical part of small business promotions, marketing, creating awareness, et cetera. Thank you, Shay, for being on Startup Nation Radio today and bringing your wisdom. We appreciate it. Always love being here. Thanks, Jeff. All right, we'll do it again soon. Coming back with more on Startup Nation Radio, we're bringing another expert to you on subject matter critical to you making your small business a success today. Stick with us back after this break.